Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. Well, good Monday morning. There are some questions which come in that I just kind of sit on for a while and wonder, do I really want to answer this question? Those are rare, but we've got one today. And that is about what is Christian nationalism? People are hearing a lot about it on X, used to be Twitter, you know, Facebook, some Instagram. They're hearing a lot about it on uh, CNN, MSNBC, um, bits of it on Fox, I think. And they're wondering what is Christian nationalism? And we're gonna give it a try today. But first, a warning. This is a, a phrase that is basically determined, its meaning is determined by who's saying it and their intentions. We'll get more into that. So there's no way that I'm gonna cover everybody's spin on this in one take here. Plus, this is something which really hits people right where they live, and sometimes the response can be unkind, very lengthy. Um, don't do that. Don't do that. Our comment section is policed because we want it to be a safe place for people. And so if we see a you know, thousand word rant with no punctuation, we know this needs to go. If you think that I'm dead wrong on this, you might be right. So I would suggest you start a YouTube channel and you gather a following and you explain why I was wrong and you can build your own channel. We don't let people jump on the back of our channel and try to write it to notoriety or fame, whichever would come from that. So warnings there. And yes, by the way, we have to do that all the time. We have people, and notably my wife is almost always one of them, who has to monitor the live chat during worship because there are drive-by people who um, like to make comments. Uh, sometimes they are really bad. And we missed one once, a couple years ago. We missed it, it slipped in under the radar, and it said some things that YouTube decided, no, and they pulled down our whole video. So we're gonna watch and do our best. All right, what is Christian nationalism? Again, it's according to who is the speaker. Uh, author Bradley Onishi really says it's super dangerous. He says it's a national renewal project that envisions a pure American body that is heterosexual, white, native born, that speaks English as a first language, and it is thoroughly patriarchal. That's a really rigid, left attacking right definition, but it's not the only one. First of all, it is a movement that wants to bring government and faith together, holding hands so that the government helps the Christians keep this a Christian nation and the culture Christian while still allowing for freedom in religion. Now that may sound rather okay, 
until you realize that the scripture makes it very plain that we are not to grab hold of government's hand and skip gaily down the lane singing songs together. It has never gone well. The whole book of Revelation is really about that. It is also a warning to us to look back and see what happened to the church when Constantine got it and decided to um, governmentalize the church into locations, hierarchy, conformity. It doesn't work. Or how about the Holy Roman Empire, which was neither holy nor Roman nor an empire, but other than that was exceedingly well named. It was butchery turned loose, the Inquisition turned loose. It was a Hundred Years' War, the Thirty Years' War, and all of these other wars that um, the slaughter during those times just beggars the imagination. Um, it is, think of an October 7th, but on a massive, massive, massive scale, driven by popes, bishops, and the kings and lords. In other words, government and church holding hands. It's a bad idea if that's what you want. In fact, there are Christian nationalist movements afoot in Canada, in South Africa. I'm told there's one in Scotland, but it looks to be like a few dozen people. I might be very wrong on that. Um, I just found out about that this morning, so I'll, I'll go look. I doubt that I'll have to come back with a news headline on it. Uh, and of course, people think about the United States as a hotbed of Christian nationalism. The problem is, do you know who is considered mainly around the world as the leader, world global leader of Christian nationalism? Vladimir Putin. Yeah. He used religious reasons as a cover. I don't know that the man has any faith at all, but this is the thing. Once you hold hands with the government, they don't have to have faith. They got you. And now they're controlling the narrative. And they invaded Ukraine to free the Russians from the evils of Ukraine people uh, because there are a lot of Russians in those areas, in Donbass, Crimea, uh, Crimea and the like. The Orthodox Church, the Russian Orthodox Church, gave the blessing, uh, you do this, and Ukraine government shut down Ukrainian Orthodox churches, I'm sorry, Russian Orthodox churches, and you know, collapsed down hard on all religious freedom there. You see, once you start, I, all right, let's just say that you wanted to make America a Christian nation. Some people think it always has been. I've listened to um, people who have degrees from real colleges and everything stand up and say things such as the Constitution of the United States was as inspired as scripture or almost so, and that the men who wrote it were inspired and that these words could not have just flown out of human beings they, these words are too beautiful and wonderful for that. And look at this wonderful thing. Now, by the way, I'm a huge fan of the Constitution. It'd be really great if America did follow it, but it, it doesn't anymore. It's had so many, um, so many years of courts turning parts of the Constitution into mush. So, but I like the Constitution. I think it's a good idea to have. Uh, even saying that you want to read the Constitution in an originalist fashion. In other words, that it means what it meant when they wrote it. What it meant to them is the way we should interpret it today. It's called Christian nationalism. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was blasted by several news agencies as a Christian nationalist when he never used those words 
he, as far as I know, by the way, I haven't heard everything he said. They attacked him in a particular speech because he called for the Constitution to be read with its original intent. Now, to me, that's not Christian nationalism. That's merely trying to go back to the government document that got you started and then trying to hold true to that so that you don't become other countries, which was what the whole point was. Now, should Christians then be involved in politics? Of course you can, of course you can. You know, I'm staunchly pro-life. I understand and have tremendous sympathy for those who have uh, had abortions and who, who feel guilt over it and those that do not. I love them both. And I have friends that disagree with me on all of these matters and more, and they are still my friends and they're still Christians. I think they're very, very, very wrong about something. And they think I'm very, very, very wrong about the other. What would happen if I got control of the power of government over them? Or they got the power of control over me? You see, that's what happens. When you hold hands with the government, you are empowering the government to go after the others. Now, and even then, how are you going to do this? Christian nation? Do you mean... Episcopalian, Disciples of Christ, Cumberland Presbyterian? Do you mean independent Christian churches? Do you mean Southern Baptist? American Baptist, very different than Southern Baptist. Who, who gets to define what a Christian is? Because whoever gets to define what a Christian is also has the tanks, the army, the Supreme Court, the law. They also can weaponize the IRS, the DOJ, the FBI, and all the others against other Christians because they're not the right kind of Christians. Is this what Jesus called us to do? Is this what he called us? Did he say to establish a Christian nation and to link arms with government and make that government Christian as we interpret Christian, not necessarily as the neighbor down the street who goes to the wrong church, as we interpret it? You see, this is, it's so fraught with so many dangers. And yet, evangelicals, um, I didn't, nobody asked me what an evangelical is. So if you don't know, send that question in. Evangelicals, when questioned, 70, what is it? I think 78, yeah, 78% are in favor of formally declaring the United States a Christian nation. By the way, that's not necessarily all Republicans. Slightly less than all Republicans agree with that statement. Very, very few Democrats agree with it. Um, there are problems on all sides, people. There are no clean hands parties. Sometimes when I look at a ballot and all I see is a choice between the lesser of the evils, I walk away or I write in a candidate because the lesser of evils is still evil. And people will say, but then we'll never get in control. We're not supposed to be in control. We are supposed to be servants living like Christ. And when was the last time that he told people they had to get in charge of their government? When did Jesus ever lead, uh, lead a, a coup attempt against the Romans, against the, um, the authorities there in, in Judea? When did he do that? They were pretty much afraid it was going to happen, but he had no interest in it. And Paul even, later in his life, will write to Timothy and say, be a good soldier, and no good soldier entangles themselves in the affairs of this world. You gotta keep your focus. Well, Jesus kept his. 
um, when we talk about Christian nationalism, in other words, are we talking about Putin? Are we talking about Nick Fuentes? Are we talking about Ron DeSantis? Three people I could not name that are more different than each other, but all called Christian nationalists by the left in an attempt to, um, to slur Christians. Or Putin actually uh, accepted it and said, yes, I am the global leader. Um, I want to go through just a couple things because I don't want to do this two weeks in a row. So if you, I'm going to try to take the 14 minutes, talk quickly. If you have questions, we don't fight in the comment section. And again, you don't get to, to hijack it. You can always write me. I mean, the, we give you our email almost every week. We give you the staff email, which is info at rsafeharbor.com. That means it comes to all of us that work there. Or you can send it directly to me, Patrick at rsafeharbor.com. And while I have been slower in answering my email after the death of my mother and all of that tragedy and working through the government hoops so that the few dollars she saved could still go to family, um, it has slowed me down. And I apologize, but I am trying to answer. Okay, back to the story. The um, Christianity Today, which is a magazine which leans evangelical, but which has become a little more progressive over the years, not quite the Christian century, but it's getting there. It says Christian nationalism is the belief that the American nation is defined by Christianity and that the government should take active steps to keep it that way. It's pretty accurate. Popularly, Christian nationalists assert that America is and must remain a Christian nation not merely as an observation about Christian history, but as a present reality. These would be the people that would, for example, read the book, The War Against Christmas, and feel it in their bones. And that would be mortally offended when Target has removed the Salvation uh, Army bell ringers. I don't know if they still have or not. That was years ago. Or if an employee says, Happy Holidays. There are a lot of holidays going on. I'll grant you Kwanzaa's made up. Um, but all holidays at some level are. Hanukkah's going on as I record this. It'll be well past by the time you, you see this. But why would that offend you, that other people have different holidays? I, I, I just can't see why. You, if you want to make up a holiday, make it up. Uh, there were times I would check my daughter out of elementary school, and they'd ask why, and I'd say, it's Daddy-Daughter Day. Made it up. Took her out. Had a good time. Uh, any teachers out there offended by that, don't write me. My daughter is stellar. Christians in America, as a rule, let me try to land the plane, and I'm not really sure I'm going to be able to do it in, in the next minute or two. Christians in America, even the evangelicals, are by, by and large not interested in setting up a theocracy. In other words, that uh, a church leader, a leader of any of these denominations, is put in, a, in, the, in the White House, um, as president, vice president, and gets the Supreme Court under control, and now we rule from above. I, have, I know those people exist because I've read their books, but meeting them in reality among the common folk, I, I don't see it. Uh, and again, I've not been everywhere, not talked to everybody, but it seems to me that most Christians just want to be given the room to be Christian. And that is often attacked as being a Christian nationalist, when I would say it is not. The, the, um, the Constitution did forbid the state from controlling 
religion from managing it or for, from setting up a uh, national religion. You may not know this, but it didn't stop states from having their own state religion as several did for uh, quite a long time. I thoroughly agree that we should not have a national religion that's imposed upon others or a state religion that's imposed upon others and supported by our taxes. Instead, all I'm asking for is that you let me be a Christian. And that if I say there, you know, a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl, that I'm still allowed to have a job. That if I say in my business, I will serve all people. But if somebody comes in and asks me to do something which is against my religious principles, and I graciously say, I cannot do that, please, these people down the street are happy to do this for you. I would like to be able to not be sued into poverty for the rest of my life. That's not Christian nationalism. That's just wanting space to be a Christian. Is it true that in many places, Christians are coming under great prejudice and persecution? Prejudice, yes. Persecution, yes, worldwide. But the persecution we get in America is more of a softer kind, although it doesn't feel soft when you lose your job. You, can't, uh, you can no longer write for this newspaper. You can no longer take this post up and you can no longer have a business because we're not being nailed to crosses. We're not being beaten in the public squares. And some people will say, well, that's coming, maybe. But I choose not to have that form of pessimism run my life. My job is to remember what Peter said before the Sanhedrin, and then I'll, I'll close this. The court looked at them and said, we charge you to no longer preach in this man's Christ name. And Peter looked at them and said, if you decide that we are to preach or not to preach, that is entirely appropriate, that's your job. But we will continue to preach. Pretty cool. I'm glad Peter got that chance because he wasn't gonna soft soap it, was he? I'm just gonna be a Christian. Will I take knocks? You ought to see the hate mail I already get. But I'm not yet resisted unto blood, as Paul said. And if I do, Jesus did too. So I'm not a Christian nationalist. Uh, I refuse that title. I have no interest in government and Christianity holding hands. Government is government. I will do as Peter says, worship the Lord, obey the king, or worship the Lord, some versions, honor the king. Okay, there's your job. We'll try to do something better, easier, Unless, you know, shoot me, shoot me on a topic next week, maybe.